What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yay Networks. Hey, I'm Jenna. And I'm Francisco. You know, we are new parents trying to navigate this chapter of our lives while trying to run our own businesses and doing our best to stay mentally and physically fittish. I don't know how good we're doing at that. Here's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> don't read it so much. <laughs> We've had to make a lot of compromises in the relationship, but it's sure. worth it, right? Yeah. You've, I, there've been, there's been moments that I wanted to post something on social media and you're like, you're not going to post that, are you? That's for us. Well, can you imagine what it would be? I, I mean, I know we just got these tattoos together, but I don't know this dude. I got to go. Babe, the thing is that in that first trip to Mexico, I was aiming for your kidneys, oh. but, but I found your heart. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Fittish Podcast. We're just changing scenes all the time yeah. in the house. For those of you that watch, I don't know, a few hundred people, maybe, I don't know, like last, our last one had like 500 views. So I don't know how many people are actually watching this, but this house is a work in progress, y'all. I'm in house shoes today, home. I rearranged this office. I'm trying to get us a cool podcast vibe. So if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, uh, all the episodes, uh, especially all the ones lately, are there, and we're doing it from Casa Rizzo. Casa Remy. Casa Remy. We know who, who who owns the house. You look awfully preppy today, all of a sudden. I know. I had a different look, but I had to change to look more appropriate. Well, sometimes you wear your coat, and we're like doing this casually from... And I'm not one. I shouldn't talk right now because I look like shit. Like I have my period. I have on no makeup. I have on house shoes. I mean, I did put on a dress. I have on no bra. Well, at least you don't have your octopusy in your head. My octopusy. Fran is giving me the hardest time. This is not a sponsor of the Finnish podcast, by the way, what I'm about to tell you about. But I have been getting. Do you all ever get taken by ads on social media? I certainly hope you get taken by the Finnish ads we work hard on on social media. But Francisco and I, it's so funny the different kind of algorithm we're on and the things that we get, you know, that ads that are directed to us. Um, I don't even actually know if it's an ad or if I just saw a couple like TikTok fluencers using this device, but it's the Octo Curler. Is that the, the, the TikTok influencer? Is TikTok fluencer? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know the lingo. I like it. But this is a sea monster of a contraption that, you know, is like this weird headband thing. I'm sure a lot of you women at least have seen the leggings thing, right? Like the girls that put leggings in their hair or, you know, to curl their hair and they sleep on it overnight. And then the, their hair is like perfectly styled in the morning. And so I got duped by the Octo Curler. I know the other ones won't work for me because I have too much hair. And I thought, Octo curler. It has eight legs made out of satin. It was like $20 on Amazon, which is a pricey one, by the way. They have cheaper ones. But I ordered it in the satin finish because that's good for your um for your hair. And uh I put it on the other night. Fran, I mean, I have my period. Like, there ain't anything good about to go down anyway. Fran just looked at me like, 
Oh, God, because it is hideous looking when you get it in. You wrap all your hair around. Oh, and she came out with a with a mask, with a face sheet. Oh, it was a full self-care moment. I was taking yeah, care yeah, of no, myself. Yeah, that's amazing, babe. Um, but anyway. It looks amazing. This is like day it three. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty um, Little Bo Peep lost her sheep at first. I don't know if you know that reference. Mm, yeah, I watched Miss Rachel. She, well, Little Bo Peep had these like ringlet kind of curls. And so that's what we were working with. But I'm, I'm, I'm navigating the Octo Curler. So I've done it twice now. Fran's pretty repulsed by I'm it. I'm not repulsed. Don't say that. Uh, I was just making fun of you, but I would not repulse at all. Um, but you're for sure screwing up my algorithm because now I see girls with Octo Curlers. I saw a girl with a, like a calendar, what do you like those things that you use to uh to filter shit? How do you call it? What kitchen item? Yeah, that you use mm-hmm. to a colander. Colander. Oh, a colander, a strainer. So someone put right? a colander in their head and start blow drying. That's that's what it. you're seeing on TikTok. Yeah, now I'm, you're screwing up. Oh, like, that's amazing. Between you and Remy, like I see babies, I see uh, octo curlers. For no the more record, though, mine's girls. not an octo curler. It has it has fifteen legs. No, it has like uh, you and you don't use them all. I don't know if you know that, but you don't use. I did them all. last time. I used every single one. That's how I got oh. these ringlets. I didn't even miss one. The first time I missed a couple. But anyway, do you know the other weird thing that I got duped in? Did I tell you this? I told my fittish staff they looked they should at be me. A running list. They looked at me like I was ridiculous. I've gotten better about spending money because we're a little overwhelmed with the house expenses. Please listen to the show. Uh, yes. But but I on Christmas Eve of all nights I saw an ad on TikTok. Why the fuck I got this ad? I have no idea. I saw an ad that was like, "Do you, have you always wanted?" a signature that wows. And I'm like, yes, I have no need to update. Stop. I have, I want a cool signature. Here I am years on the radio. I used to have to sign a lot of stuff, right? I never, I mean, I very, very rarely, are you checking ads on your phone? I very rarely have to sign my name anymore. Right. I was so taken by this like artistic expression of my name that I thought, wow, only $79.99 and they're going to give me three signature options and I get like unlimited amount of like readers. And you trained. To, to oh, your... yeah, they train you to and how to do the signature. Nice. They ask you like if you want it complicated, if you want it easy. Also like, you know, do I want Jenna Owens? Do I want J Owens? Do I want J O? Like they, they, they give you a bunch of signatures to choose from that you like the look of. So when I tell you that it took like two weeks to get it back, I don't like any of them. And now it's been another two weeks and I forgot to respond. So I'm still in the but process. You paid. I paid $80 on Christmas Eve for a fucking signature for myself. I'm so stupid. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought it was going to be so amazing to have a great signature. Anyway, send us the stupid things that you purchased online. We have a lot to talk about on the show today, actually. Some exciting news, a new business yeah. launch that Francisco and I want to talk a little bit about. We're excited. and uh, But first, um, oh, we also have a lot of questions to get to that we have. Some people submitted really good questions for this week. So we'll get to that in just a second. Um, but sickness overtook Casa Remy. I know we... We mentioned to y'all about our flight home on last week's show that Remy got a stomach virus. 
we didn't really know, actually. I thought it was motion sickness. We thought he might be sick. We thought it might be the formula we had to supplement with because I ran out. Bad mom didn't pack enough. We weren't really sure. And he was fine other than a little diarrhea. I mean, he was in a foreign country for eight days. I know it's his other homeland, but, you know, I think to everyone but Francisco, like an eight day stay throughout the middle of Mexico hurts our tummies a little bit. So Remy, Remy was fine though once we got home. And then on Friday, um, our friend Cole was over here meeting about a business that we have. And uh, I was like, I don't feel very good. And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. So I like picked up the thermometer and it said like a hundred and one. And I'm like, no, but I had that feeling like I'm pretty good at knowing when I have a fever, I can just tell yeah. like when I was pregnant on Christmas, I had that bad fever. I was like, mm. so I waited a couple minutes and hadn't been feeling good all day. I was in such like a haze. And I took my temperature again, like 20 minutes later, it was 102.7 or something. I took a photo. I sent it to Fran. I was like, we're fucked. I just went to bed for the night and my mom came over and helped. And honestly, like I threw up one time, had the other stuff, didn't feel good. I was like, oh my God, though, with the fever, I was like, it's COVID or the flu. I was certain I was going to wake up this weekend and be so sick. And I woke up the next day and I was kind of okay. So then on Sunday, Candy was over here helping us. You had an open house and you were kind of sick to your stomach on Saturday, but you were okay. You didn't have a fever. My mom, we're watching the Cowboys lose and my mom goes and vomits in the bathroom. And I was like, drama candy. You know, she is very upset about her boys. And she was, I was like, oh, we were kind of laughing. She's like, I don't feel good. So she spent the night in our guest room because she watches Remy for us on Mondays. And she was like, done y'all. Like she was so sick, um, way sicker than I was. And anyway, uh, so we had to have a girl home. We were like, you know, totally without childcare trying to be, I know. I mean, this is what the life of a parent is now, right? Yeah. Like trying to figure out just what trying the world, to have like, a, to find a babysitter. nanny and stuff like that. But yeah. So have you touched base with your mom? Is she alive? Yeah. I, yesterday, you know, I was worried about her cause she went home and we ended up getting a last minute babysitter for a few hours so you and I could do some work. But I went from like morning till 6 p.m. not hearing from my mom, which is and I called her three or four times, texted her. Are you OK? Like, do you need anything? Can I bring you some medicine? She did not text me back all day to the point that last night we were going to put Remy to bed. And I was like, I got to drive over there. And now she's like, you know, it was like 30 minutes in rush hour traffic. I don't know. So it took me a bit to get over there. Of course, the whole way there, you're worried, you know, you're like worried. And then you're like mad. (laughs) I pull up to her house actually really worried like i was more concerned at the oh time. you were worried but i'm pretty sure you were stewing like this better she i better find her dad no oh my god no because I if i don't find her yeah. dad, i'm gonna be I'm so sure upset how, like your how our moms felt when we would go out and not let them know where we were they're so worried my mom never had mad, that feeling whatever she's told me she has and so So, of course, I get over there. She answers the door, like, in a robe, looking like shit. I mean, looking like she didn't feel good at all. And I was like, well, see, you're alive. Okay. Poor Wheezy's there with her. She's been watching Wheezy more frequently. And, like, I'm like, Wheezy for sure has to go out. So I take Wheezy out, and I'm like, all right. You know, I was, it wasn't the moment for a lesson about texting your daughter back. Wow, that's a surprise. So so you, 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 you chilled your horses. I chilled my horses. So Candy's okay. However, I haven't heard from her today. And it's 
the afternoon. So I don't really know. I don't really know what we're doing, but um, yeah, uh, I don't know, but we are taking care of ourselves. I will say it really threw me for a loop though, because the day that I got sick, I had this big like nutrition plan out for the day. I told you all last week, I'm, I was going to count my macros. I already like, yeah, it takes some effort. You know, I started to kind of like think through meals for the day, you know, and then of course like that. Yeah, all, that switches the whole That agenda. all went to, that all went to hell. But I was, I was, I've been finally, since I was feeling better, I was back on the plan today and I actually love Love the sponsor of the Fittish podcast. And I've been getting to, I love that we get to try stuff before we endorse it. And Huel, H-U-E-L, Huel had sent us some of their, this is like a complete nutritional shake, right? So they had sent us um, two different flavors to try. You know, they wanted to make sure we liked it. So we've had it for a couple of months now. Got a really cool shaker and t-shirt, which you can get to when you go order um, as a special promotion. But I, I really like these shakes and, you know, I know I'm not supposed to focus like only on protein, but when you do count your macros, it is important. I was telling Fran about counting it and he's like, it's not that hard to get. I think I have to get like 125 grams in a day. You're like, that's not that hard. I'm like, yeah, it is so hard for someone like me because I don't, I eat when I'm hungry. I don't tend to always watch, you know, like all the nutrition that I'm putting. You don't put everything in a little scale. I'm not there. I don't want to do that. Like that seems really complicated for me, but it's just nice to be able to look like at the bag. So when I'm looking at the Huel and I'm like, wow, 200 calories in a scoop, right? 20 grams of protein in a scoop. They recommend that you do two, you know, when you're replacing a meal. So you're looking at like a complete nutritional shake, right? Fully balanced, lactose free, which is important for me. Palm oil free. It's vegan, contains vitamins, works out to like $2.50 for a 400 calorie meal. And like I said, you're going to get a free shaker and a free t-shirt. Go to Huel.com slash Fittish, H-U-E-L.com slash Fittish to claim that free t-shirt and shaker with your first order. I want to talk about something business related. And I know we, we have a little bit of news to share, but I, I got so frustrated today with one of my employees. I don't, I don't talk about it a lot, A, because all of them listen and <laughs> that's great, but I have, it's so hard. I, I know it just sounds like such a complaint, but like running a business for so many reasons, right. is so difficult. And I know you and I bounce ideas off each other, but I think it's sometimes like hard in a relationship too, because like the way you would handle things is different than how I would handle things. And you always want feedback from your partner. And I didn't even, I told you, I think a little bit about like what happened this yeah, morning or yeah, but I, I was just so frustrated, you know, and I, I think it's just a weird dynamic these days because I'm just gonna talk about how I feel personally. Like I want to be, a friend. And I know that that makes you like a bad manager of people, right? I do not like so, so many elements of running a business. I love being creative. I love coming up with new ideas. I mean, for those of you that don't know, you know, like finish was a, you know, a hundred percent my idea, everything that happens with finish, you know, other than now with my creative team and their great ideas, like it's just us, right? I mean, we're the ones making the decisions and executing all of these things and these photo shoots. And like, I feel that that's what I'm good at, right? Like I'm good at concepting out of business and the ideas and the creative and the collateral and, you know, and promoting it and speaking about it and selling it. But the day to day of running a business is so fucking hard. I find myself on days like, I don't want to micromanage younger girls. I don't want to be like, what are you doing today? This is your homework. These are your assignments. Yet you feel like you kind of have to, like if you give people too much wiggle room. Um, 
I also had a conversation with my CFO who I really like. I mean, she's sharp as a tack on top of her shit, close in age to me, but feels like like she's much older and wiser, you know, I mean, maybe because she has older children and she's worked her ass off for years, but she's like, I just don't get what's with younger people. Like, I don't even have my team going to the office very much. You know, I don't have them. Um, so it's just hard sometimes when you get like attitude back from people. And I feel like, I don't know what I'm trying to say in a way. It's like, it's hard for me to, to manage people. It's hard for me to manage it. Like, Cause I want them to like me, but at this end of the day, like this is your fucking job, you know, and I'm like the boss and you know, you're giving, you know, if you give me attitude or you're kind of like being shitty to me, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I'm not your sister, <laughs> you know, like what's happening here. And that was kind of the conversation I had to have. And then you kind of leave feeling dirty. You know, you're, I mean, I don't feel bad because I was pissed, but it's like, it's just hard. You know, it's just hard to manage younger people, or maybe it's younger people don't know what like work etiquette is like anymore. I think COVID has thrown everything in a loop. And this is something about a lot of people. You give them an inch and they want a foot. And you give them a foot and they want a yard. Like it's just never enough. And like you have... I believe that your employees have it really amazing in the fact that they just go to the office like a couple times a week. And in the most, I think you, you are a good boss. In the most? What yeah, about in the no, least? Well, at least you're not. But, like, <laughs> but you know what? I, it's hard because I, you know, I, I always want to like lead by example. And, and I'm actually like very happy. I have a very lean team. I think the girls do really great work. I'm very happy with, well, I have one guy, but I, I'm very happy with the people that I have employed at the moment, you know, and some are contract and some are part-time. And, you know, I think I, I think it's the perspective that certain people lack because it's like, if I spoke the, the some of the conversations I've had with some of the girls over the years, right? It's not just one person. Like there's been issues here and there. Like if I had ever talked to kid, I mean, those of you that remember kid Craddock, the radio show that I was on, you know, and he passed away, but like there were moments where, I mean, I'm sure pulling back the curtain, y'all would have loved to see it, but it is a work environment. And I always used to say that, like, no, we don't all get along. You know, no, not everyone likes each other. Do you like everyone you work with? You know, of course not. Or you find people irritating and annoying and, you know, or you just don't mesh well. But I swear, if anyone was disrespectful to kid, like he would snap and bite their face off as he should. I mean, he was like running a company and it would piss him off, you know, if work wasn't done. I find it really hard to toe the line though, between like, being a boss and so, you know, and then, and wanting to be a friend, you can't be a friend, right? It's kind of like we've talked about with parenting, like you can't be your kid's friend when they're a certain age, right? Like you want them to be able to confide in you and trust you, but like you can't be buddy, buddy with your child. And I'm sure we'll run into that instance, you know, as Remy starts to get older. I think that's going to be even harder than employees, but, uh, sure. I believe that you're right. Like you cannot be your employee's friend. You can be friendly you can be amicus you can be have a good relationship and still have a professional relationship but that's that's the fine line when they always have to understand that respect not only towards you towards everybody else that works in the business you know, but i want to be their friend 
And that's what is hard for me is I'm telling you. Well, that's what's that, making yeah, me like yeah, a kind yeah. of a shitty, I'm a shitty manager of people. So what I need to do and some business advice that I got or, or that I heard basically at a panel a long time ago was like, you have to hire people to do the things that you suck at once you get into a point in the business that you're able to do that. And, you know, now I'm like, can I find someone to like manage everyone so I don't have to like hire and fire? And uh, I suck at hiring. I've gotten better at firing. I mean, I don't like it, but I mean, I at least know properly and legally how to do it. But like, oh, that sucks. These people that get hired, their sole <laughs> particular job or job description is to fire people. Yeah. Don't you remember that George Clooney movie up in the air? Yeah. That, that's, he traveled yeah. around just to like massive yeah. layoff people, which was awful. Oh, what a bad gig. That'd be hard. Um, yeah. Let me know if you have any tips. But I'm pretty sure there's some enjoyment. The thing is, as much as I say running a business is so hard, Francisco and a couple creative friends of ours uh, have decided to um, undertake another business. But we're actually very excited about it because it's something we've been working on for a couple of years. So we're not going to say a whole lot about it right now. But the, the Finnish podcasters are the first to know. I wish I could say we were doing it on a spare time. In our spare time. Yeah, but <laughs> we have like no spare unless time. Unless that they start having 30 hours, we have no spare time. But we are putting a lot of effort into it. We're very excited. Of course, Jenna is a master creator and the branding is amazing. So I'm looking forward for you all to try it, to enjoy it. Yeah. So to be our guinea pigs. Yeah, no. So you can go sign up right now to be notified when we launch it because it's going to be very limited and probably yeah. sell out. So uh, the name of the business, the brand, and the website to go to right now is superfutured. Superfutured.com. Yeah. That's it. Superfutured. Go sign up, put your email in, and then you'll be hearing from us in the future. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you in the future. So, yeah, I don't know what we're thinking. I mean, having the time. But, you know, we're doing this with some other friends. So uh, we're really excited about it. I think y'all will be excited. And those of you that pay a lot of attention and have asked about things might have an inkling of what it is. Uh, but uh, it has nothing to do with, you know, our other businesses that we're running. So we're excited and looking forward to that. We, You did miss me talking about health and wellness for a little bit. No way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can no longer lay in bed at night and be presented with a Sunday. Do you know how many nights in a row this is happening? That I'm laying there watching TV, dozing off, and I smell like McDonald's French fries or Sundays. I am working on counting my macros and nothing is going to get in the way of it, okay? Babe, you're the one that gets in the way because when, like, every time I go work out, which has been like a handful... Uh in the past two years. I'm sorry, every time you go work out? Every time. When? A handful in the past few years. Um, you come back with McDonald's. I was pregnant. No, no, no. I'm talking about two weeks ago, the last time I worked out. I came home. And it's like, do you want McDonald's? And, and she, she knows me. She knows that I'm weak. Well, we have some great sponsors of the Fittish podcast. I know I was talking earlier in the show about counting macros, which is probably pretty irritating. I'm just trying something new, right? It's something I've never done before. And a sponsor of the Fittish podcast, Butcher Box. Oh, my gosh. I love this service so much. I open up my freezer. It is filled with such high quality meat 
honestly so much meat that I ended up giving some to our nanny to take home. And she's been raving about how delicious some of the meals she's been able to make for her family are. So hopefully I've converted her to butcher box as well. But, you know, for me, eating a diet really high in protein is really important to, you know, feeling and looking my best. And so uh, not, not only that, but I mean the convenience of like having all this meat in the freezer and knowing, uh, that the quality is great. That's something that Francisco and I are really particular about when it comes to shopping for meat. It's like, you go to the store, is it good? Where'd they get it? <laughs> you know, uh, it's just, it's just super critical. And that's one thing that butcher box takes very seriously. They take all the guesswork out of finding the high quality meat and the seafood. So, you know, you can trust it hundred percent grass fed beef, free range, organic chicken, pork raised, crate free and wildly caught seafood, humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones. And, you know, my favorite part, I'm not going to say it's more important than those things, obviously not, but the convenience, you're going to get just what you want delivered right to your doorstep and free shipping for the continental U.S. with no surprise fees. Look, you can choose from a variety of box plan options. You know, if you're single or you have a big family to feed and you can enjoy a wide range of high quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store. ButcherBox has a special offer running right now for our listeners. Use the code FITTISH to get $20 off your first box. Sign up at butcherbox.com FITTISH and use the code FITTISH, that's F-I-T-I-S-H, to get $20 off. Okay, well, let's get into some questions. A lot of you actually submitted questions this week, which makes me very excited because I actually like pleasing people. Do you? I do. Why do you say it like that? People think you're a bully to me. That's People what a lot of these comments are. No. Really? really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a suicide line in my, like, are you okay? Are you doing okay, Francisco? Bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure. That's just like, from some I am women. doing okay. Whatever. So, okay, we have questions all over the board, Fran. So what... What kind of questions would you like to address right now? I want to address the ones that that people are asking, the good ones. <laughs> good answer. All right. Actually, there's four. Not the ones that you're about to make up. No, I have actually have a screenshot of every question that was submitted up until recording time today. So I will address as many as we can before we run out of time today. Uh, we People want to know, when will you become husband and wife? Will we see a JNF wedding in 2023, 2024? I don't know how many times we need to address this. I do not want a wedding. I, he knows this. Well, husband and wife, sure. I think we'll like get the paperwork done right at some point. I guess one day. Well, fuck you. What do you I guess someday. Babe. Th this is the you ask, are we going to get married? And that's how the guy that has me talks about it. No, we're not. Chill, axe. I was See, like, you don't let me. Doing. You don't let me finish my thought. You say something assholey, and then you tell me to chill my horsies. What is so, with wait, you men? Wait, you you say something. I guess, and then I I'm guess like, like what? in the near future. Like I don't know in the near future. I don't know what the near future is. It's it's five hours. It's a two hours. It's a two days. We gonna do it one day. One word to describe each other. I mean, I'm pretty stuck on Fabulous. that assholey right now. Yeah. You see who's the bully here? I said fabulous. She says fabulous. That's such like a throwaway of a word. You're fabulous. Who 
you have never in your life called me fabulous. Nothing about Babe, me. I want it to be original. Fabulous. Oh, that's what I feel about you. What about me right now is fabulous. Your attitude is amazing. <laughs> what else? You look amazing. You, you look skinny as fuck. Like you've been actually working out and taking care of your macros and you just feed me like a pig. Because of course... <laughs> I have to be the fat one in the relationship. That's fine. I, I take was it. the fat one for a long time. You were pregnant. Yeah. And <laughs> What's the, okay, hold on. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done in front of each other? I know what mine is. Which one is it? <laughs> which one? Okay. Which one do you think it is? What do you mean? <laughs> Yo, which babe, one? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to step into that one. Which one? Oh, baby, you have done nothing embarrassing in front of me. Tell me what you think it is. We're on the same page. I don't know. Yes, you do. You have some in mind. <laughs> Babe, I, Say I, it. I, I, I have horrible memory when it comes to embarrassing We're stuff. We're here to reveal all. Okay, so... Well, it was, it was cute back then. We were dating... Like, we've been dating for a month. You were on the couch, like, laying on me. And you just let it rip. Do you remember that time? You're leaving out such a critical part of this story. I had just had an egg retrieval for IVF where like for the seven days after egg retrieval, you were like so distended and bloated. You look like a Somalian baby. Yeah, you lost all baby. that in one second. And you, we were watching that car show. A Top Gear. Yeah, with those guys, right? Some car show. And I don't know why we were so slap happy, but I was laying on you. But I was so uncomfortable from that surgery and I was horrified. So you were hoping for them to show like a really loud car and they just show like a Tesla and it you just. that oh. loud. It was embarrassing though. It wasn't embarrassing. It was cute. What's the the smell wasn't, but the, the, the rest was really cute. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done? I don't know. There have been so many. I don't know. I mean, stuff like that. I don't know. What have you done that's been really embarrassing? I'm not really sure, actually. I don't think of anything other than, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty hard to embarrass. I was embarrassed then because we'd only been together for a month. I'm pretty hard to embarrass. And I also like try to make other people comfortable when embarrassing things happen to them. But I can't really, I truly can't really think of anything that I find that you've done that's been like super embarrassing because you fart all the time. You like never flush the toilet. Like I've just find that stuff pretty gross. I don't find it embarrassing. It's just kind of like, oh. All the time. There we are. <laughs> yes, that's me. What? No, perfect. So, but. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought you'd be like flattered. I can't think of uh, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What one thing are each of you hopeful for this year? What are your goals together for 2023? So our goals together, I think it's just keep figuring this parenting out. And this is nice. I know a lot of you all ask us for our goals. I think that some of you assume that we have our shit more together than we do. But um, I have found that when you don't set goals, you don't disappoint yourself. Yeah, it's like kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. just like, don't set them. Like expectations. Yeah, I don't set them. Yeah. Um. So I want to decorate a nursery. I mean, that's more of like a tangible goal. 
I finally figured out the theme. I've We're fu- like a month away to stop calling it nursery and start calling it like a boys' room. Okay, I mean, fine. I know what a terrible mom I am. You're He's an not even mom. had a decorated nursery. Babe, that kid has it all. Like there's, I just saw this. That's what I'm gonna do this weekend. So. I think he's perfectly happy with the decoration that he has. He in told the me. sterile jail cell that he has? No, he it's cute in what? there. No, the only thing I don't have decorated is like, I want some maybe paint wallpaper and some art. That's the only thing I haven't done. So, so he likes white. <laughs> he likes white. And, and like he actually hospital. gets freaked out in the middle of the night. And then I noticed why my sister pointed out, we have a coat hanger in front of his crib. And it has a hat. It has a coat. And if you see it at night, it looks like a motherfucking nun. Like, really? it looks like the nun from that movie. He's been waking up screaming terror. If I wake up next to it, I'll like a little bit like shaking okay, my pants. I'm gonna decorate his room, and yes, I. What his first birthday is coming up. Someone asked what plans are for the birthday. I am not. Wait. What, Miss Rachel? Stop. Can you come? She's still checking on her schedule. That'd be exciting. I, uh, maybe not a party, maybe just a few friends gathering. It was more about me coming up with a theme for the party, but I got the theme. I got the theme. Should I tell the theme? I think we should. I love the theme. You don't think I should tell the theme? No, no, no. I think we should just keep it. Until. Why? No, just because you don't like it. Build up expectations. Oh, build up the yeah, theme. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you all the theme. But I came up with the theme and I worked really I hard on it. I have a better idea. Then what? I have a better idea. The first one to to send us a message. I hate when you do this. I I know what you're gonna do. What? You're gonna be like, whoever sends us a message and guesses it correctly gets to come over to our house and hang out. Like, what? Like, we haven't discussed this beforehand. So surprises. Let life surprise you, okay? Okay, so what were you going to say? I was about to offer $100, but if they want to come to the house and hang out, that's cool, so. $100 if they guess the theme? Yeah. All right, I'm fine. Good. Your $100 you, you yeah, have to Yeah, no, but you have to DM me. If you guess the theme... If you guess, and I will announce it on my personal Instagram, someone has guessed it. Stop. Stop right there. No, but this is a good idea because some people will give us other ideas, other theme ideas. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm proud of my theme. I, I it's amazing. It and you, you're working really hard on it. I think it looks amazing. I think it's, he's going to love it. He's really excited. Um, um, you know, someone did ask us... Um, what do y'all think of couples therapy? Have you not been listening to us and the way we argue? I know a lot of y'all are supportive. And frankly, I'm surprised that it doesn't drive y'all crazy how much we do <laughs> argue or reveal the fights that we have. I think that it's totally normal for couples to fight. Uh, that's amazing if you don't fight as a couple. But couples therapy is 100% like crucial in a relationship for a healthy relationship, in my opinion. And, you know, this, this episode of the Fittish podcast is actually brought to you by BetterHelp. We are huge fans of this service. BetterHelp is affordable, 
online therapy. Now, I know we're specifically talking about couples therapy here, but that's the thing about BetterHelp. It is customized to whatever your needs are. You're single, you're heartbroken, you're divorced, you're struggling with kind of a work-life you know, crisis or just some personal choices, or you're just having a really hard time in general. BetterHelp has therapists specialized in all these different areas. Because if you've ever tried to seek therapy before, you know that there are therapists that specialize in these things, right? I mean, anything ranging from like eating disorders to uh, maybe it's just some life coaching, right? But Francisco and I are really big fans of BetterHelp. We have personally utilized it in the past. Francisco has even utilized, um, you know, a therapist one-on-one. He didn't tell me what they talked about, but I I, I like to think that it was helpful because we'll, we're still together. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash fittish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, dot betterhelp.com slash fittish again to get 10% off your first month. All right. You know, I did say we had a ton of questions today. So favorite low key Valentine date night. Robin wants to know. Um, $200 for the one. I have an idea already in mind. <laughs> <If you, laughs> oh you sound like you've been smoking cigs. With that, la- that was a hearty yeah. laugh. I know. I was actually, I smoked a cig yesterday on my car. Like, I was like, I'm just going to pop this one up. Yesterday? Yesterday. Like, you, it was, it was a, a CBD it, cig. It was a hemp it was cig. A hemp yeah, cig. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like a. Really? But it was just horrible. Like, I just like, have to say, I, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I used to like I romanticized smoking. a lot. Like, I used to, when I was in my early 20s. You smoke. You and I both smoked before we met. I smoked a lot. Like, in my car, I smoked all the time. With the windows up? With the windows down. Oh. <laughs> like, I used to smoke cigars in my car. I know. I used to smoke in my car, too. I don't anymore because I have a loner car. I mean, and I don't smoke. <laughs> I don't smoke. I have a loner car. That's not, I don't know why I said it that way. That's not the only reason why I don't smoke anymore. I mean, I would tell you all the truth every now and then, like, I think I have a pack here, but I'll like have a pack around the house for like a year and I'll like be like, I'm going to have a cig. And then I go have like two puffs and I'm like, this is disgusting. It's so weird. Ever since I made the decision to quit, I just don't like it anymore. It affects you even more. Yeah. The smell. Like if someone else is smoking, it's just, Yikes. Okay, Valentine's idea. We never address Robin's. Um, I am I think y'all have learned this, or maybe you still don't know this about me. Like, I actually like low-key. Like Fran wants to have a party bus go to a club, and I would love nothing more than just to like cook dinner and chill at home. You know what we did that I actually enjoyed that one year? We might do it again. Which one? I want to make sure it's the Sirlet Top. I loved that. We've done it a couple of times. Well, one year when we first got together, he booked a cooking class. It was Valentine's was during the week. It was like a four o'clock thing. We went and picked up wine, went and did a Sir Latab cooking class at the cooking school. It was awesome, actually. And, you know, you all know I don't even like to cook, really. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and then the following year, we actually had one, someone that works for me. Her mom is like a formal trained uh, chef. And we had and she her gives classes. She gives classes too. Yeah. We had, I wonder if she'd be interested in doing it. I'll ask Danny, but we had her come to the house and had two other couples. There were six of us. And it was so wonderful because she taught us, she had the guys do like a charcuterie board challenge 
which was funny. So then we had to vote on them blindly. So we just got to sit on the couch and drink wine and she made y'all do all the work and cook all the food. It was brilliant, but we all hung out and I don't know. I really liked that. I liked the kind of interactive because you can go to a restaurant and have a nice dinner, but I kind of prefer staying at home on those major holidays. It's just easier. Yeah, I think that was one of my favorites when we did that uh, with Danny's mom. I would say I want to recommend something, though. Like I went and did this with my mom. So not for Valentine's Day. It's actually something I had begged Francisco for at least three years to take me to do. And he never did it. And finally, Candy came in clutch and took me to do it. And they wrote me and said that my my stuff's ready. But we went to a place here in the area called Quigley's Clay House. And it's a pottery studio, but they have other stuff there as well. It was so fun. I don't remember how much it cost. It wasn't very much, but they have an instructor who'll go around. They give you all the stuff you need. They help you make, you get to make three different items on the pottery wheel. It could be a really fun date night to go get some food and to go there. I I really liked it because it's like messy and you're trying to make it and it's funny and everything turns out looking very phallic and it's like very difficult to do, honestly. Like, of course I knew throwing pottery would be hard, but I really enjoyed that. So just an idea. I would idea. love to do that with you sometime. <laughs> Three years later, I've been t- telling you how much I want to do that for a long time. Favorite thing y'all like doing together? Just looking at photos of Remy. Yeah, that lately that has been our, our, our Except favorite. Except like not okay that you are making comments to me. I posted what I thought was the cutest picture of Remy and he looked bulky. He was in a pretty thick sweatsuit and friends like Remy looks like he's trying to get cast on my 600 pound life. And we found someone that actually like he was interested in casting him. That works at TLC. Yeah. Shut up. He is not that big. <laughs> Poor thing. No, he's not that big. You just found that angle where he looks like he's like a um like a rehabilitated Sodi drinker. Sodi, Sodi drinker. What surprised you the most you learned about each other since you met? I don't know. So maybe like what surprised you the most about one another? I think there's a many things that surprised me continuously about you in a positive way. You know what's funny? Your dad said to me, everyone that I interact with that's known Fran for, you know, much longer than I have, like his, his parents and friends and family members and stuff. They keep saying to me now that we've had a child together. I don't know if you know this, but like, I could have never imagined Fran would be, you know, this in love, this hands-on of a dad, this great as a dad. It's crazy to me because it's the one thing. So I would say it's the opposite of surprise. It's the one thing about you that I knew from the moment we met that you were going to be such a great dad. Everything else, things that would drive me crazy or things that I wasn't sure about with you, things that I couldn't count on or that I didn't know yet. Like I could see from day one. I don't know. I just was like, you were weirdly into children. Like not in a, that sounds very inappropriate, but I meant like for me meeting a guy who was single that when, when you would take me out to meet some of your friends, you were always like, very interested, you know, the ones that had kids, that sounds weird too. But like, you'd be like, oh my God, look at my friend's daughter. Isn't she just adorable? Or you'd like send me photos. I remember you asked asked me to sell my van, my white van. You'd send me photos of like strangers, kids on airplanes and be like, look how cute this child is. All of this is sounding so creepy the way I'm framing it. But the point is, you you would like show me photos of your niece and nephew when we had just gotten together. And I just thought it was so sweet because I'm like, your niece and nephew, like, I don't really even, I don't 
I don't really have any nieces, but I'm like, I don't really feel that way. Um, and I like kids for sure. Like I'm good with kids and I've always liked kids and, but you were just always so sweet. Like you would play with them and want to go check up on your friends with kids. It was just very cool. You, my friends that had kids, you were very like hands-on and engaged and nice to them. And, you know, in the past I've dated guys that are like, you know, you could just tell that they were just not kid friendly. So for me, knowing that I was open to the idea of having children, I just thought that's very cool. So I would say, I don't think, I don't know if there's anything that's like been super surprising about you. I mean, I guess that you like, don't, you're not fun to fight with, you know, some of that surprised me a little bit, but what do you mean? How can I be funner? More fun. I don't know. I just think that that's where you get surprised about people, like how they fight, like learning how people fight. I don't, I just think you're immature. So it makes me mad. No, for sure. You know, because you seem like such a put together grown ass adult. And then we fight and you're just like, yeah, I'm like, what? What did you do? What noise did you just make? Is that a small boy inside? And I'm, the, I'm the bully one, people. They asked me what surprised, what surprised me. I just went through this whole night spiel about you. And ending that note. <laughs> okay. What surprised you about me? We can all positive on that. stuff. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, like I think your motherhood skills are amazing. I think the way that you care, we have different type of caring. And <laughs> no, and I'm not trying to be. Um, How so? Because we have different levels of care. Like you care about certain things i care about certain other things and i think that complements very well but i'm so surprised in the way that how many times have you texted the doctor this week not not, not many <laughs> i think only one but like the way that you packed for him the way that you care about all those little details that are very important for them not to sleep through the cracks, I think that's that's pretty surprising because when you get to a certain age, like we are, you start becoming very set on your ways and trying to modify that could be a little tough. And I think the way that you have modified your life yeah. to be able to become a mother and mothered it's been great. It's been amazing. It's been surprising in a really positive way. It surprised me, honestly, like the domestication of Jenna has been hard to adjust like, to, but it's like the bottle cleaning and stuff. And I think I know that sounds really, I, I don't know, I guess it's, it is boring to talk about, but I guess it's something we all deal with and we all go through. It's so normal. Like, and I think a lot of times, you know, that's probably where frustration or relationship comes from because he'll be super hands on and do the stuff with Remy. But like, there's so much behind the scenes, I think, that it takes to like keep the house clean. And I think Francisco and I like, you know, or you have a maid and you go from being single or you have some help. It's like it doesn't get that messy. And then you have a kid and we're both really busy and then you have like very limited time. So, I mean, I spend even right now, like when we finish today, for instance, and when I'm finished with work, like I know I'll spend at least an hour cleaning the house. It's like a daily thing. And it's like, oh my God, all I do is fucking clean. And it's like the unseen stuff, you know? And I know that like every woman listening that has a kid or has a family probably feels that way. So it's nice to know. Cause I, at first I was like, is this normal? Like I have to clean like 
three times a day, every day. Like, you know, I feel like my life is like disappearing a little bit, but I've grown to know, like, I feel really good now when that kitchen's clean. I can't do it perfectly every day, but like when it's clean and his laundry's clean and his little room's set up, it makes me feel so much better, you know. Now, granted, and I've noticed my that, stuff's and a mess. Surprising. But yeah. Well, anyway, on that note, oh. parenting. Cheers. I love you. You. Well, we didn't get to finish quite all of the questions, but I think that's a nice, sweet note to end on. So again, check out superfuture.com, sign up. We'll see you there in the How future. How do you spell superfuture? Mm, like the two words. Okay. <laughs> S-U-P-E-R-F-U-T-U-R-E-D. Excellent. Now you know it. Like the future past. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. I'll see you this evening. I'll see you later. <laughs> In my Octo Curler. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>